0: Time now for business with Giles Beckford. Kia Giles, an economist, has advice on rising interest rates for the Reserve Bank. Kia yes. It uh, comes from Andrew Hunt of Nicker Asset Management, and he says the Reserve Bank should consider taking a breather for a few months from its aggressive interest rate rises. Uh, he says the, uh, the RBNZ has done enough for now. In battling high inflation by raising the official cash rate by 4 percentage points over the past 15 months. Well, analysts are divided, uh, particularly so after this week's inflation numbers, where the next month's monetary statement will be another super jumbo-sized 75 basis point rise, as we saw in November last year, or a more restrained 50 basis points. Well, Andrew Hunt says the financial and economic conditions look confused and unclear, and that suggests caution for the RBNZ.
1: The Federal Reserve has just been trying to take some liquidity out of the financial markets and nobody was prepared to be on the other side. Which I think probably adds to this sense that there is something wrong in these short-term funding markets. And with that as a background, if I was Adrian Orr, I just I would I would take a very definite time out at this point. I do think in in six months' time, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand should be easing. But to be honest, I think the ore-era Reserve Bank of New Zealand has tied itself in knots with its price measures going one way and quantity measures going the other way.
0: Andrew Hunt says in the near term, the New Zealand economy should see a bit of a lift from the improvement in China as it's lifted its Covid restrictions. But that will be tempered by the drag from the slowing housing market. And of course, uh, what happens in the U.S. economy it is a prime influence around the world. And in U.S. investment markets were heartened by data showing the U.S. economy grew an annualized 2.9 percent in the final quarter of 2022. Consumer spending and business investment were positives, suggesting the U.S. economy may manage a soft landing despite the strong rise in interest rates. But the Chief Investment Officer of CBIZ Investments, Anna Ratbun, says the headline numbers mask some negatives and potential problems going into 2023. The biggest driver of GDP during the fourth quarter was inventories. This just basically means that we racked up inventory. We made a lot of things that contributed to the positive GDP momentum, but we haven't sold them. So that's a headwind for the first quarter GDP number because we're going to have to not make enough things so that we can sell what we have already amassed during the fourth quarter. Natana Rathbun of CBIZ Investments and the Federal Reserve has its first interest rate meeting next week. Property investors are shunning new builds and opting for existing houses, and they're also banking on interest rates falling in the next year or so. That's uh, the findings of a new survey. Of the 274 residential property investors surveyed in the latest Crocker's Tony Alexander Investor Insight, nearly two-thirds preferred to lock in a one-year fixed-term mortgage over longer options. Independent economist Tony Alexander says property investors are hoping cheaper days will come next year.
1: With the economy potentially going into recession, inflationary pressures definitely will eventually fall away. And that means the Reserve Bank will be cutting interest rates, you know, probably strongly through 2024, 2025. And so an increasing proportion of borrowers will be looking to take advantage of the falls in rates when they eventually come along. And, of course, the only way to do that is either float or fix for one, maybe out towards the two-year area.
0: Tony well, Alexander says the average fixed term borrowing by property investors has been trending downwards over the past few years. If you prefer not to put your house and uh, your money into property investment, you might like to look at uh, backing a small business. One of them that's chasing money at the moment is a small business in Titahi Bay, just uh, up the coast from Wellington City. It's run out of a shipping container. And is looking to get rid of plastic toothpaste tubes. The toothpaste company Solid makes tablets and powders stocked in 60 niche eco-stores around the country. It was founded by Wellington dental nurse Laura Nixon and her partner Adam McConaughey. And the uh, duo are trying to raise $20,000 on the crowd forming, crowdfunding platform, PledgeMe. Laura Nixon says crowdfunding will get them closer to new premises while also building relationships with the ordinary consumers who use their products. We're not really trying to compete with Colgate on price um, because we we can't really. Um, We make all our products in New Zealand and uh, we package them in glass um, rather than plastic tubes and we use uh, different ingredients that cost more and that, you know, for example, are palm-free, vegan, um, cruelty-free. So we're not really trying to compete on price. What's uh, uh uh, Laura Nixon from Solid, uh, and some new products that they're looking to develop: dry mouth gels, denture products, and apparently there's quite a bit of uh, demand for toothpaste for dogs. I'm not sure I'd be brave enough to do it with my dog, anyway. Let's have a look at financial markets and see how they're faring. Joined by Ed Glenny of Hobson Wealthcare. To you, Ed.
1: Afternoon, Giles. It sounds like I might have got my mortgage rate wrong at 18 months with all that talk earlier about uh, interest rates maybe pausing or coming off
0: soon. You listen to us and you might get a good steer on a financial issue or two. Ed, I know you're in the market, but you don't have a monopoly on advice. Uh, Anyway, as we were saying, you might want to get into dog toothpaste as a possible uh, investment prospect as well. Local share market uh, at a nine-month high or thereabouts. Have we continued that this morning?
1: That's right. So we're up about uh, a quarter of a percent this morning, Giles, um, currently at 12,057, which is up 33 points. Some of the movers today, Helen Steins is up nearly 3% at $5.30. Michael Hill is off uh, 2.5% at $1.18. Stanford probably is the biggest mover on the upside is at at, uh, $4.28, up 12 cents. And Ryman is also up 12 cents uh, at $6.62.
0: Australia's back from their day off. What's it looking like on the ASX?
1: Well, that that market is also at a a nine-month high too, Giles. So currently it's up half a percent, the S&P ASX 200, which is up uh, currently at 7,507 after Australia Day yesterday. The banks are looking stronger. Uh, ANZ's up uh, to $24.89, and Fortescue is quite a strong mover with Continued positive news of of China reopening, that's an iron ore uh, miner, and that is at $23.18 a share. Uh, How's the Kiwi dollar faring? Kiwi dollar is is marginally stronger this morning, Uh, currently buying 0.912 against the Australian, 0.649 against the US, 84.38 Japanese yen, 0.523 against the British pound, and finally 0.596 against the euro. Which takes us to interest rates,
0: oil and gold.
1: Three month bank bills are at 4.89%. 10 year government bonds are 4.103%. West Texas Intermediate is currently uh, $81.14 US dollars a barrel. And finally, spot gold is $1,929 US dollars an ounce. Thanks very much. That's Ed
0: Glenny of Hobson Wealth. And speaking of interest rates, Westpac has followed ASB and edged its short-term home loan rates uh, higher while uh, dropping its long-term rates. Westpac uh, interest rates for new six-month, 12-month, 18-month and two-year fixed-term loans are up 10 basis points. But four-year and five-year fixed-rate loans are down 10 points uh, and 30 points respectively. That's what's known as an inverted yield curve in the trade. In other words, long-term rates are lower than short-term, often
1: taken as a negative sign for the economy pointing to possible recession.